Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile, with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message. But if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Um, welcome to our site. Uh, for those that are new to us, we ask that you would like, subscribe, and share. And for those who would like to also support us financially, we have some links where you can support us financially and uh, be a part of our family, if you will. If you need to uh, speak to me, just send me an email, and I will gladly return your requests. So thank you again. And I do appreciate it. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ears unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And health to all their flesh. Keep thine heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. We have been looking at man. We've been studying mankind, learning who he is in the, in the frame of mind as us. We're learning about ourselves, if you will. And as we're looking, we started this journey a while ago, and we're looking at, uh, we, the Bible tells us that we are spirit, soul, and body, and we ought to make sure that we present our bodies, our members, our, uh, who we are. Um, before the Father. And so it tells us that we are spirit, soul, and body. And I've been looking at what consists of our spirit, what consists of our soul. And we are currently in the soul part. Uh, we've gone past, we saw that the spirit of man was created by God. Um, and when God kissed us, the Bible tells us that we became a speaking soul. So, we have seen that the soul of man consists of several things, and we've been looking at consists of the mind, the um, will, and the emotions. And I try to put it to this um, to people this way about that process: that when the thought comes into our mind, um, 
And Jesus said in the scriptures, take no thought saying, meaning that we have the choice to um, not take that thought or, or agree with that thought. And so once the thought comes, we then uh, will uh, look at it in our um, in the mind and, and then we will make a decision about that thought and the will of, of our, our will. Actually, we will say, okay, I agree with it or not. And immediately once we make a decision, our emotions stamps that decision and it becomes and it creates an emotional response in conjunction with your decision, whatever that is. And then we deposit it into the heart. And we saw, uh, we started looking last week, what is the heart of mankind? And from our studies and from the Word of God, the heart of mankind, from what we've learned, is the intent, the very intent of the man's decision, is, is whatever he, he is. So that's the heart. And the Bible tells us that um, the Word of God is active and it is able to divide the soul and the spirit. And we've talked about the fact that it can do that means that it can speak to both parts of us. And uh, we know that according to the Word, that this part of mankind is desperately wicked. And we saw that in, um, uh, I think it's Jeremiah 17, that tells us that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. And so uh, this is the condition of the man's heart before he is born again. And we see many scriptures dealing with uh, the heart of man and what God has done as a result. Um, We know according to Matthew 15, verses 18 through 20, it says, But those things which proceed out of the mouth does not come... um, uh, Those things that proceed out of the mouth comes from the heart, and they defile the man. So, but those things which proceed out of the mouth, and we will see the principle is that when the heart is saturated with something... Uh, when treasures are stored there, it says, out of the abundance of a man's heart, he will then speak out of his belief system, if you will. And so we see in Matthew 18, I'll read that entire uh, piece to you. It says, but those things which proceed out of the mouth comes from the heart, and they defile the heart. So whatever comes from your heart will defile you, has the ability to defile you. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts. And we see uh, that was the, the foundation by which um, it dropped. It came in as an evil thought. We then agreed with the evil thought, and there was an emotional stamp to that evil thought, and we acted out on that evil thought. So now let's take a look at the scripture and see what does evil thoughts look like. And according to Matthew chapter 15, it says, um, from out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murder, adultery, fornication, thefts, false witness, blasphemy. Uh, these are the things which defile a man. So let's take a, a picture uh, from the book of Mark concerning the same topic. For it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. 
And he now began to describe uh, some of what those thoughts look like. Sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lawlessness, envy, slander, arrogance, folly. All these evil come from the inside and defile a person. I remember I was, um, I was called to go to Rikers Island one day to teach on, um, teach these men. And I remember standing there, um, and, uh, <laughs> watching this audience with all these big buff guys. And, uh, I'm a little guy in my suit, whatever. And, um, I got up there and I said this statement. All of you guys are here in, in prison because you couldn't even control your thoughts. And I remember all of them looked at me as if I would lost my mind. And then when I began to show them what that meant, when Jesus take no thought saying, and I give him an example of a buddy coming over and maybe uh, said to him, uh, hey, let's go and rob this um, these people's house and you're laying in the couch with them and he brings it to you and the thought comes and then you agree with the thought and you acted on the thought. And so I told him, I said, that's how you got here was you didn't have the ability, you, you couldn't control that little thing there. And I began to teach them how to control their thoughts and that's what we're, um, we are trying to endeavor within this particular, all these studies that I'm doing. And so we see that out of a man's heart, um, and it tells us that all these things and all those thoughts and stuff resides within the soul of the man. You who are born again, because your soul is not completely um, saved, because the scripture says we are depositing the word of God so that we can save the soul, those are the things that are coming out of you. But you and I have the ability to take control of those because the Bible tells us that God gave us, did not give us a spirit of fear. Um, he says that I store your word in my heart so that I will not sin against you because now you are, that's the old program that still lives within every Christian and every unsaved. So when you and I are bent towards that thing, it's because our soul man hasn't bowed down to the word of God yet because we haven't put inside of it the truth of God's word concerning um, dealing with sexuality, um, sexual or dealing with theft, murder, adultery, dealing with greed, dealing with malice, deceit, dealing with uh, lewdness, dealing with envy, slander, dealing with arrogance. These are the things that we have to deposit within ourselves to deal with those specific each one of those things that I mentioned, those uh, are a condition of, of the soul, um, it is a situation that will come up and will, will cause those things to come up. And so we see that in Genesis chapter 6, verses uh, 5 through 7, that God destroyed the earth because of what was coming out of the men at the time. All these guys were corrupt. Their heart was wicked. There was nothing there. And God had to take him out. It says, uh, Then the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts, so that's, that's the man's heart, every intent of the, the thoughts of his heart. So we're getting to see that the heart is the intent 
of the men. And so that intent, God saw that every one of them at that time, that their intent was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. And so we see that God's heart also was grieved and we know that the emotions are tied within the heart of mankind as well. And that's why I say to you, once you make a decision, once you have that thought and you make a decision, there's an emotional um, tie to it. And we see that uh, God looked at it and his decision was that he was sorry that he made man. And because um, he was sorry, that emotional tie came into his heart, which was grief, and it grieved in, in his heart. And so, you and I are looking at it, and we see Romans chapter 3, verse 14, he says, This mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. That's who we are without God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And so, as we are um, inputting the Word of God, uh, we are doing this for a reason. This teaching that we're going to focus on today is about out of the abundance of a man's heart. Uh, that the mouth speaks. And that is, I have said this to you guys over and over again, that God's principles are laid in concession so that one happened on the other. And as one happened and another manifests and so forth, uh, that's, it uh, produces fruit in our life. And so uh, the goal of every Christian is to um, saturate his heart concerning these different situations in our life, if we are needing healing, saturate yourself with the Word of God in relations to healing. You can listen to healing all day long. Scripture is about healing all day long. And I told you guys that the Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing, not by listening. You must become intently meditative on the Word. And as you begin focus on the Word and mutter the Word, it will deposit into you, and it will build up and build up and build up. And we'll see why the reason that is, because we want it to build up, because it says, out of the abundance of one's man's heart, the mouth speaks. And so let's go as we look at it. We, first we saw that this condition came about, and it grieved God, and he now um, is trying to help you and I so that we can... As uh, the scripture says, uh, um, know his ways so that we can walk in it. And God's ways is his word. Uh, and so uh, last week I told you guys about these men and women that are on the scene. When you, the scripture says water uh, reflects face, so the heart reflects that man and whatever they are saying, that is who they are. So pay attention to them. So now the Bible tells us that in Proverbs chapter 4, verses twenty. Three. Listen to this. Keep your heart, and I actually read that earlier um, uh, at the beginning of the uh, podcast. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the spring of life. So now, we talked about what was inside the, the soul of man, and we know that, uh, or the heart, we saw all those corruptness and so forth. So we as Christians are told to keep our heart with all diligence. So we have to become 
a protector of the heart in a sense where we have to meditate, man. Keep bringing the Word of God in your life concerning. Um, bring all those situations that are happening are common to man, if you will. Sickness, sickness diseases. Um, while you're healthy, start depositing that information into your spirit, into your soul, man, now. So that when sickness comes, you will, out of the abundance of your heart, you will speak. Meaning that when the sickness began to come onto your body, because you know it, all of us do, you will then uh, don't say, you're not going to say, I'm, I, I feel sick, or all of these things. You're going to say, no. Say, I am well. I am well in the name of Jesus Christ. And I rebuke you. You will notice those things. And so you're uh, training your heart to respond, and I call it condition respond, to respond now by the word, because it has been programmed for most of your life, um, saved and unsaved life, that one, when the situation comes, the very first thing that you are going to pull on is the old programming. And if the old programming is there, which we know it is, you will start pulling on that instead of the word of God, for that's where the scripture says, Keep your heart with all vigilance because situation comes and it's coming so that it can cause you to be defeated in your life. Luke chapter 6 verses 5. A good man bring good things out of the store, uh, what is stored up in his heart. So our responsibility as Christians is to continually store the word up of, in our life. I'm telling you guys, find scriptures concerning healing and um, practice your faith for healing. I started practicing, I used to have horrible migraines and I would be popping um, pills all day long for migraines. And um, I was, my granddaughter was with me and, and she had a headache and I'm like, hey, take this. And she's like, no, Papa, I don't take uh, pills. I'm going to ride this one out. And I looked at her and I was like, my God, what a what an idiot I have been. And from that conversation with my granddaughter, I stopped taking, I, took, I said to myself, I'm going to utilize my faith when it comes to my headache. And um, it's been about a year now or so that I haven't taken any medication. Anytime a headache comes, I use my faith. And so I'm practicing my faith with my with headaches so that I have deposited the Word of God in me so that when things come, I can now build my faith so when a situation comes where it's more, worse than the headache, I've already deposited information, treasures within my heart, good treasures, what it is, the Word of God. It talks about Jesus Christ, by His stripes we are healed, uh, and so forth. Isaiah also talks by His stripes we, 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 we are and we were healed according to the scriptures. And so you start utilizing those things. I send my word and heal them, all of those things. Uh, so we start loading up, if you will, uh, front end loading our soul with that information so that when that situation arises, we can handle it. That's the uh, same thing with lack, same thing with poverty, same thing with any other things that common situations that will come into your life, relationship-wise, go into the scripture and find scriptures concerning that. Read, uh, find them all and read them and ask the Holy Spirit, 
I need one, Holy Spirit. I need you to give me one so that I can focus on. And the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth and he'll give you that one. And that one is enough uh, because the Bible tells us that God holds his word above his name. So that one word has more power than even the name of Jesus Christ. And the Bible tells us that he holds up the entire universe by his word. So if God's word is that powerful, you need to deposit it into you so that when that situation arises, you're able to bring forth good things out of a good heart that is stored up. It's, it says stored up. So the responsibility is to store it up. So if it is not stored up, you have nothing to uh, come with. You will fall. And it tells us in the scripture that an evil man brings evil thoughts out of him, which is stored up. So there are things, evil thoughts have already been stored up in you for many years. And anytime a situation comes, you'd be amazed to see how those ones that are stored up already, the negative side, will jump into your mind and start creating all kinds of images and all kinds of stuff because you have already had an emotional stamp on that stuff. And so because you've had an already emotional stuff, it will activate certain emotions in you and feeling about that specific incident because you've already been programmed. But you and I are called to allow the Word of God to reprogram us. And the reason why we are doing this and we learn because the Bible is trying to tell us that out of this heart of man, we need to guard ourselves. We need to be with, with all vigilance, it says, all of it, not just half and so forth, with all vigilance. Why? Because God knows that it leads into another principle and that principle is very important because it tells us that that uh, principle is out of the abundance of a man's heart. He will speak. And God wants to let you know that once you speak, whatever you speak is going to come to pass. And we're going to look at the scriptures and show you that that's what it tells us. But those things which proceed out of the mouth comes from the heart. And if it's coming there, you actually believe it. And so if it's coming from your heart, it is you, your intention. It is who you are. So whatever comes out of there is who you are. And you need to fix it. Matthew 12 tells us, 12, 34, and 35, You brood of vipers. How can you speak good when you are evil? These are church people, man, uh, that God is talking about. So I'm telling you, a lot of these church people out there, you see them all on the scene calling themselves Christians. And so Jesus had a conversation with, some, with, with those church people. You brood of vipers. How can you speak good? Because none of them are speaking good. They're speaking violence and all that stuff. None of them are speaking good when you are evil. So the Bible tells us that these people that you and I are uh, seeing on TV all day long, crying in Jesus' name and doing and speaking evil and so forth. They are evil. Jesus said, he, uh, how can you speak good when you're evil? So they're evil, man, and you need to get away from them. From out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. And just listen to those guys. 
out of the abundance of the heart. Remember the heart. What is it? It is the intent of that person. And so it is who they are. So whatever they're saying is who they are. If they're speaking corruption, they are corrupt. If they're speaking lies, they are liars. If they're speaking violent, they're violent because that's all that is in them. That is who they are. It tells us that out of the abundance of a man's heart, the mouth speak. The good person, out of his good treasures, bring forth good fruit. And the evil person, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil. And all of them, the Bible, that are lying and saying things that they is not, they are evil. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 13, um, uh, I think it's 1 and 2, where I talked to you guys about this before, God is the one who says, I put these people in power because I am all power. I put a man and woman in and I give them the laws that you will follow the laws and be obedient to them. If you rebel against them, God says, you are rebelling against me and I will judge you. You are watching Christians around the world being judged because they came against a man and they are bought into the lie that uh, it was stolen from them. And my question is this, if God is the one who puts someone in, you mean to tell me if God must have made a mistake when it, uh, the other person wasn't elected, God made a mistake. And so you're telling me to believe that God, the Bible, who says God never does anything wrong and he's not a liar. And so if he's not a liar, he said, let God be true and every man a liar. So if God is true and every man is a liar, that means that the president of the United States that is in there and his staff was put there by God because that's what God wanted. And so all of us, the responsibility of a Christian is that we must pray for them. When Trump was in there, our responsibility was not to hate him, was to pray for him because God put him there for a season and a reason. And I know exactly what that season is and that reason that we're looking at some of it and I can tell you exactly why he was there. But you guys have to get off that train because you're fighting God and God says he will judge them and all of those Christians that are coming against God are being judged right now and they think they're going to get away from it, but it tells us it's a terrible thing to fall in the hands of God. He don't play. And all of them that are calling themselves Christians just messed up because they were disobedient to God's word. He says, you need to pray. They're there for a reason. You fight, you, you fight against them. You're fighting against me and I will judge you. So, um, you got to be very careful when you call yourself a Christian and, and a believer of God and not be obedient to his word because if he says to do something, you ought to do it. And what he said here is that you ought to make sure that your heart, there's something in it because out of the abundance of their heart, you have to store things and there's abundant stuff in your heart. There's evil abundance in your heart because the heart is desperately wicked and deceitful above all things. So there's, that's what's in there. And so now we have to reprogram that by introducing the Word of God into our, into our lives. The Scripture says in Psalms 19, uh, 14, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. How is that going to happen? That's only going to happen 
if you put the word of God inside, because it tells us that I read, I read to you earlier, my son, attend to my words, incline your ears unto my sayings, let them not depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And so you now and I are called so that when we are uh, repeating what Psalms 19 says, let the meditation of my, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. If I have the word of God in my, um, in my mouth, from my meditation, based on my meditation, and I've put this data into my soul, I guarantee you it's going to be acceptable in his sight. And he said in his scriptures, if you ask anything according to my will, I hear you. And if I hear you, you will have the petition that you're asking for. And so if I am now reciting, I now have inputted the word of God into my life. I believe it is an emotional stamp. It's inside my heart. And I begin to regurgitate those things. It tells me that he hears it and that he will give me the, he'll give me the petition that I am asking for. Because why? I am speaking out of the abundance of a man's heart, the mouth speaks. So you're speaking the word of God in your situation. And when you do that, as I mentioned to you, you will be blessed. Now, you got to understand, everything in life here is um, based on the will of God. Jesus said, the disciples tell, tell Jesus, teach us to pray. Sure. You know, and one of the, the things that he taught, uh, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so we know that one of the things that God want to do on this earth is that his will be prominent over all things and in your life. And so many of you guys, when you're going through some stuff, you may be in trial and tribulation, and you're in the perfect will of God. Paul was being tossed all over the place. He was in a trip, in a boat, and, and capsized, all that stuff. While he was there, God told him, hey, don't worry about this captain. You know, no man is going to die. Everybody's going to be okay. No one is going to, you know. And yet he's, he's capsided, and he was in God's will. And that is why I say to you, and it tells us in Hebrews that many of those men and women that were in God's will were sawn in half. They were tossed all over the place, but they were in God's will. And so we know that many of the men today, because it says out of the abundance of man's heart, one will speak. And we know that many of these guys today that are teaching in the prosperity uh, message that because the Bible tells us wherever your heart is, the abundance of your heart, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. And these guys are building up and amassing millions of dollars for planes and fancy boats and cars and all that stuff here on earth. For the Bible tells us that we ought not to do that. It says we ought to store treasures in heaven. And these guys that are getting all this stuff on the earth, they don't understand that the Bible says he'll take it away from them and give it to people who will use it correctly. That's not what he tells us to do, to build up. He says, wherever your heart is, and that's where their heart is. And so because their heart is on this earth, because I really don't belong here, I'm just passing through, guys. The Bible tells us that my home is where Jesus is. 
And that's where I want to store up treasures. So I want to give things. He says, if you give to the poor a water, if you give them a glass of water, you give it in my name. If you give anything, in, you're storing up treasures in heaven because your heart is over there. You hear your intent. See what I'm talking about when you say the heart? The intent is to accumulate wealth down here. Your intent of your heart is correct. But if your intent is to store treasures in heaven, you are going to store your treasures in heaven. And so, as we are studying this scripture, we see that the heart that God is telling us that we ought to uh, protect it, but we ought to also infuse it with the word of God so that we are able to say, according to Psalms, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, because I'm actually regurgitating your stuff. And um, you are faithful to your word above all. So we see then that um, Psalms, not Psalms, uh, Job, one of the reasons, the principles that I keep telling you guys when God said, when Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaks. Okay? So let's see why, what happens. It tells us that. That's the pr- principle for out of the abundance of a man's heart, the mouth speaks. That's the principle that is laid out there for Jesus and um, by Jesus. And Job chapter 22, 28 tells us, you will also decide and decree a thing. And we talked about this in, in the previous podcast. That in as I, and I said it in the beginning of the of the podcast as all well, that the thought okay the soul of man is your thought your will and your emotion and when you decide a thing in your heart in your your um, your uh, soul it then this drops into your heart and it becomes your intent and God said in His Word that once you have decided that ever whatever that thought you picked. Once you have decided, it says you are able, because once you decided, the emotional uh, um, charge is dropped on it, and then you are going to decree it because it has already lodged into your heart. And the Bible tells us that when you speak out of the abundance of a man's heart, he speaks. It says here in Job, when you decide something, you will decree a thing, and it will be established for you. And so that is what the principle is out of the abundance of a man's heart, the man speaks. Why? Because whatever you say is going to come to pass. And so what will happen? Because you believe it, grace is going to go out now and cause situations to come to pass. And speaking grace, we talk about what grace is. Grace is the um, God's ability to... Uh, divinely influence the heart of an individual and cause them to do the will that he wants for us. The will of God in our life, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So this principle is what your life is based on. Whatever result you have, you will decide a matter and it will be established for you. And where the, that decision comes, it is deposited into the heart of, of the individual. And once it is released through speaking, it will be established. And so I want to encourage you guys, man, be very mindful. Listen to this scripture in Psalms 25. Who is the person who hears the Lord? He will instruct him in his ways. 
a way that he should go, his soul will dwell in prosperity. And that is what we're talking about, guys. You have to infuse your heart with the word of God. He will instruct you in his ways, the ways that you should choose. When that thought comes, he will instruct you, choose my word over that old programming, my word that you have um, been depositing inside of you. Choose that over this. And once you decide there in your thoughts, okay, if you choose the word of God and you decide I'm going to believe the word of God over that evil thought, okay, that word is going to be uh, attached to an emotional uh, uh, stamp and deposited into your heart and it will dwell in your heart and bring prosperity. What's inside your tongue? Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat the fruit. Those who love, which thought are you going to pick? You're going to eat the fruit of your thoughts, guys, because you will deposit it into your heart and it will cause you to speak. Proverbs 13, 3. Whoever guards his mouth preserve his life. He who opens wide his lips will come to ruin. Why? Because out of the abundance of the man's heart, he speaks, he believes whatever he's speaking, and whatever he's speaking must come to pass. It will not so God said to you, be very careful about what you speak. You got to learn how to preserve, how to guard your, your mouth. Why? Because he knows it leads into that other principle. And so that's why I wanted to um, encourage you guys. It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. You and I need to put stuff in there so that we can always speak um, what is God's way. Matthew puts it this way, for by your words you will be justified. And by your words you will be condemned. Your thoughts, it is given to you, right? And the Bible tells us a double-minded man, and we know that in the mind of mankind lives and houses the thought. A double-minded or a double-thought life person who is unable to make a decision in their thought life, how in the world are you going to expect to get anything? Because you haven't made a decision yet. You're just thinking about it back and forth, and you haven't made a decision because once you've made a decision, it will end up into in your heart. And so you will never get anything because you haven't made a decision yet. And so you need to be of a single mind. And once you have agreed with your thoughts for what words you will be, by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Why? Because out of the abundance of man's heart he will speak. And we also thank God consistently or constantly for this, that when you are received the word of God, you have heard from us, remember? Hearing and listening. And when you have received the word of God, which you have heard from us, you accepted it. Where did you accept it? You accepted it in your soul. It is not the word of men, but it, what it really is, is the word of God, which is at work in you, 
in you believers. The Word of God is implanted as we plant it. It's working on us. It's deprogramming us from the old program so that when the situation comes again, we will respond with the Word of God and not with the old program. With my whole heart, I will seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. The Word of God. Why? Because if we put it inside of us, and so the psalmist is saying, and he's crying. And so I want to encourage you guys, man. He says, be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. For God is in heaven, and you are on the earth. Therefore, let your words be few. The lip of the wise spread knowledge, not so the heart of the fool. And as you guys understanding the heart, you get it, right? A gentle tongue is a tree of life. And so, but it tells us that uh, you and I have to learn how to manage this mouth, this tongue, because out of it is power. And so I want to encourage every single one of you guys that are listening, the mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life. But the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. And so be very careful of what you say. Let me end it with this, Psalms 37. The mouth of the righteous uttered wisdom. Where did he get it from? In his heart. Where did he get it into his heart from? The word of God. He deposited, he thought about it, he made a decision. He emotional tide it dropped into his heart, it is wisdom, the mouth of the righteous, others wisdom. It was, it was uh, stored up in his, his mouth, in his heart, and he spoke wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. Where is it coming from? From the heart of the man. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. See, one leads to another. Your Decision will lead you into speaking, which will lead you into a lifestyle. What are you going to do about your lifestyle? I just gave you everything you need so that you can fix it and you can change your ways and you can now become the son of God. The Bible says that you and I, it requires, it says the just shall live by faith says that we walk by faith and we do not walk by natural sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.